The Bird Show. Let me ask you guys a question here. If you had a friend that confided in you that they got up in the morning, as soon as they get up in the morning, start drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Alcohol? Alcohol. Okay. No, water. <laughs> just it's very concerning. Then why would they confide that in you? <laughs> hey, I got a secret. I've been drinking water like eight ounces as soon as I wake up. Super hydrated. <laughs> Don't judge me. I am concerned about your hydration levels. <laughs> we need to have a talk. So they confess to you that they wake up in the morning, start drinking, uh, and drinking throughout the day. Mm. Yet... There is nothing in their life that is affected by their drinking. Except their body. Except their body. But work-wise, everything cool. This person, totally, completely happy. Um, so they think. That's their perspective of the situation. Get what I'm saying? Like, they think they're doing great at work. Some people they work with or their boss may have a different take on that. What if this person uh, worked remotely? Okay. And he's doing just fine. Stuff's getting Everything's done. Everything's great. Nothing's slipping through the cracks at all. Um, nobody would know anything, any of the wiser, but they did confide. Would you say, like, hey, you really need to get help on something like that? It's not healthy. You're numbing. What would you say to somebody that was drinking as soon as they wake up in the morning until they go to sleep? This is a top tier friend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I probably would have a conversation with him about the why. I don't know that they're they're grown, so I don't know that I would go into the is it affect how it's affecting your life. I feel like you would know, but I probably would have a conversation as to just why do you feel the need to do that every day. Hey, Abby, you got a bunch of alcoholic friends. I do. All they do is just drink wine all day. <laughs> Same here, actually. Well, so long as it's not water. <laughs> We're good to go. Heaven forbid we be hydrated. There's a reason why Jesus turned water into wine <laughs> and not vice versa. Mm-hmm. Jesus was taking communion on the daily. Uh, I'd probably say, you know, talk to a therapist. Like, if you really do think you're happy, that's fine. But just get a second opinion from somebody who has a degree and in, you know, human behavior. So I would tell them... Talk to a, doc- a mental health professional. I- I've had multiple people in my life who have dealt with this or they have a significant other that has dealt with this. And by this, I mean alcoholism. And this is, while it may seem manageable now, I can foresee it becoming a major issue down the road. I don't see how this gets better without somebody intervening, not using the word intervention per se, but intervening. I only see it getting worse. So I think we can all agree here. That is a problem. If the first thing you have to do when you wake up in the morning is have some kind of alcoholic beverage, and then you must do so mm-hmm. throughout the day to get through your day. Okay. I don't have a friend like that, but I do have a friend and let's change the complexion of it a little bit and let's just lose the PC-ness. I do have a friend that confided in me that he wakes up and he smokes weed starting early in the morning, in the afternoon, all the way through night, totally functioning, no problem at all in their life. Does that change the complexion of the conversation for you? It it doesn't, to be honest, because, it, I mean, depending on where you live, both are legal, right? Um, I feel like if you need a non-prescribed substance continuously throughout the day, you probably need to talk to somebody about the why. If I'm honest, 
I would like to say that it doesn't change the conversation, <laughs> but I have several friends who do it. Right. And I've, I've never had or I've even thought to have a conversation with them about it. Because just like you said, I know there's a stigma around it that a lot of people believe people who do that are just lazy and they're not getting anything Mm-mm. done in their life. But the friends I have who do it function just fine. Hardworking, take care of themselves, take care of their families. That's just what they do. Okay, let's circle back to that in just one second. Abby. I do think it changes the conversation a little bit because it's a different substance. So it it affects people differently. However, I I think any kind of dependence on anything is definitely something to be looked into. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but if you cannot function without something, that's literally the definition of an addiction, Mm -hmm. I think. So... Yeah, I would look into it. All right, so let's circle back to what Mo was saying, because I know a couple of people like this as well, right? And I realized a few weeks ago that I've never even thought about having that conversation with somebody that wakes and bakes and smokes all day long because they are high-functioning, they're getting work done. But if it was alcohol, I would absolutely say something. Same, and I don't know what that says about how I perceive the two, but I've never even, like you said, I've never even thought to have that conversation (laughs) with the friends I know who do it. But they are different. I mean, alcohol and marijuana are not the same thing. Uh, Well, I mean, they are different drugs, but we are talking about numbing and we are talking about drugs, right? So why is it different? Well, you also have to talk about the fact of like what alcohol will do to your liver. I am not privy or educated on what excessive or not even not excessive, but what um, continuous and repeated marijuana use has on the body. And if it even does have an effect on the body. Yeah, I wouldn't even research it. I wouldn't even (laughs) know. I I don't want to know. (laughs) Again, I wouldn't call it an intervention. Uh-huh. But I'd be like, hey, um, I know you're saying that you're happy and I know you're saying that you're content, but. The person I'm talking about is very freaking content okay. I will be, and very well, high sh- level successful. Well, as they should be because. <laughs> it ain't cheap. They're high. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a lie. The person that I am talking about is a very happy person. Okay. All right. then. <laughs> I, I still would say something. I wouldn't. I, I, I would do my damnedest. It's, it's, the del- it's not the message. It's the delivery. I'd be like, I am not judging you. I am not trying to come down on you. I'm just trying to understand, like, the the why. That's fair. Yeah. Good morning, Jules. You're on the Bird Show. Hi. Hey, um, my question is, what about people who are prescribed, like, anxiety medication throughout the day? Does that count as the same category? Cause- no. Would it change this? So you're asking, would the complexion of the conversation change if a doctor said start taking this first thing in the morning, take it in the afternoon, take it at night? If the doctor prescribed medicinal marijuana, I wouldn't think twice about it. If it's like if you have an ailment, right? Like if you have because anxiety medication, that that's that's a disease, right? Like that's a mental illness. So I I would be. You know, that would be like telling a diabetic they're addicted to their insulin. That, that to me, is not even remotely the same thing. What's your thought on it, Jules? Well, maybe people are are smoking the weed because of the anxiety. Maybe that's just their way of treating it Mm. versus doctor-prescribed things. Mm. And that's, yeah, and that's totally fine if they're a therapist or, because, like, before I got prescribed um, my Lexapro, which I've been very open about, um... You have to do your due diligence, and I went to therapy for years before deciding to jump on meds. Now, there's different paths to get there. I do feel like you need to have doctor input and or a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, whoever input um, to guide you in the right direction of what medication you need to be on. I'll bet it be Lexapro or marijuana. Hey, Melissa, good morning. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. Super high, though. 
All of us are. Not funny. What's going well, on? I don't know if you all are familiar with CHS. Um, it's a, it's a, an addiction to marijuana. It is very dangerous. Uh, it's called cannabis. I'm very nervous talking because it makes me so upset. That's okay. Because I have a child. I have a family member that is addicted to marijuana, and she has been hospitalized many, many, many times. Hmm. Um, she smokes it continuously, and... It is an addiction, and it can be deadly because you get sick, dehydrated from mm-hmm. symptoms that you get from this. You vomit for weeks on end. You lose weight from it. It's a serious addiction, and it is dangerous. No, I appreciate there you calling, and I, and I can tell that it's, it's affected your family. Yeah. You know, and what we've been sold on it is that it's not addictive. It's right. habitual, but now you're talking to a listener that's gone through it. Mm-hmm. So you can't deny that, all right? Um, let me take one more, and then we'll move on. Hey, Cheryl, good morning. Good morning, Bert. You guys are cracking me up, and I apologize for that lady, whatever she went through prior to me on the phone conversation. But I am here to tell you I am a professional wake and baker, if you want to call it. Are you stoned right uh, now? I'm, Are you high right uh, now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. It gives your call credibility. I'm down here legislating all the time because I am a very professional, have my own cannabis business, an edible business, and we're down here legislating because we want to change the face of the cannabis user. We are all out here high professionals, like your friend. He is a very high professional, or she is a very high-functioning professional. Just because we choose a different drug doesn't mean we're any less professional, successful, or any of that. These doctors have it in our heads that we have to have a prescription. Well, guess what, folks? We're going to be the first state in the entire country that our pharmacies are going to be able to dispense medical marijuana. So we have to educate ourselves, and that's what it's all about for me right now. It's education, education, education. Okay, so let's, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so let's do that for 60 seconds, even though it's going to feel like four minutes for you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So so let's go ahead and, and educate for 60 seconds, because what we have been told is that Look, marijuana is not addictive, but we just had a caller on saying it absolutely is. And the way we were looking at it is if this was an alcohol conversation, it would be completely different. So take 60 seconds and educate us. Okay, I'm going to go with Kristen there. It is a completely different drug. Okay, so the alcohol, she's right. It's going to affect your liver. It's going to compound on liver, all of that stuff. The medical marijuana is a naturally earth-grown product. So you're getting the chemicals from the earth or lack thereof, let's say. The chemicals that this, that young lady or the lady before me, maybe there were some chemicals that were mixed in with that weed mm-hmm. that made her nephew or son or whoever that was was very ill. We does not do that. You're going to get the munchies. You're gonna. <laughs> you're not going to lose weight. I promise you that. Um, so you're going to get the munchies. However, if you do it properly and under medical care, you can be extremely successful. And all I'm asking is, please don't judge us for the medicine we choose to use because it's plant based versus somebody else. Well, like we wouldn't judge a vegetarian or anything. Cheryl, I appreciate you calling. I would tell you to have a good day, but I already know that's going to happen. See you now. The Bird Show.